Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey there, submarine fans. It's Eric with the subnet.com coming to you from Bottom Gun Coffee Company Studios in Aurora, Colorado. Hey, it's another great day here on 15 Minutes of Submarine Life. With us today, I have submarine veteran, Judd Spitzer. How you doing, Judd? Hey, doing great. Hey, yeah, so I'm glad you came on the podcast. I appreciate you spending some time with us today and uh, talk about your, what you know, why you went in the Navy and what you did in the Navy and maybe a little bit what you're doing now. I'll probably take up a lot of time to talk about the Navy. But uh, so uh, why, why'd you go in the military? Well, that's an interesting story. <laughs> I uh, was getting ready to go to college, you know, because that was back in the 80s. That was about 87. Mm-hmm. And really, a lot of people didn't go into the military back in the 80s, as you probably know. Kind of like Even the post Vietnam, you know, where people, but, you know, Reagan was kind of bringing it on the upswing. But you're right. It wasn't really it, a big it, thing. Right. Because it's all volunteer force at the time. Mm-hmm. And everybody was focused on college. You were either college bound or, something of that nature. And I was prepped for college and I'm starting to look at schools and I got accepted to Cal Poly Pomona and looked at the prices and my parents were like, mm, I'll uh, hawk the house and, you know, send you to school. <laughs> and then you're hearing these statistics that 50% of people who go to college drop out. And I'm like, yeah, my parents are going to spend half the value of their home to send me to college for me to drop out. Right. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, that's not good. That's not a good idea, is it? <laughs> so, so I had been taking the ASVAB like every year in high school just for right. fun. You know, hey, can you can get out of class for a couple of hours and go take the ASVAB? <laughs> it's funny. That's I never. That's a good idea. It's true, right? I use so the same thing. <laughs> right. So you're like, oh, I'm going to take this stupid test. You know, it's a battery uh, test, and I'm, and you know, you're in there with some pretty. Uh, Pretty cool kids from class. I remember one right, of our val- right. our valedictorian was in there, and we're like, <laughs> you know, how fast can you like go through that drill of uh, all of the you know additions? Oh yeah, that, that time multiplication test. <laughs> yeah, you, you have two minutes, like you know, through this test. Right. And so I like score nineties in the nineties, like 98, 99, whatever it was. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, of course, army recruiters are calling me up all the time. Right. So I'm like, oh, I'm going down the army recruiter. I'm going to go check it out. Well, the guy that was supposed to be there wasn't there. So while I was standing around waiting yeah. in the Navy, he goes, Hey, you got a minute? I wanted to show you some stuff. 
So, and he was a, and he was a submariner, uh, huh. one of the guys in the office. Really? A submariner? Yeah, okay. Okay. submariner recruiter in the office. But he wasn't actually my recruiter. My recruiter was an IC. Yeah, yeah. But, but the submariner, he was a FC2 or oh. FT2, FTG. And some of these yeah. rates are probably gone now, too, you're talking about. So, oh, yeah. You know, some people yeah, are saying, like, what the heck's an IC or this and that? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they're gone from submarines. They've been converted yeah. into they're right. now ETs and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't mean to distract you. Yeah, <laughs> no. And so it was, um, I, there was this whole push on nuclear power. And the Army couldn't touch that $30,000, you know, real. Oh, yeah, it was a huge there. amount of money, yeah. I right. They were like, if you here's your career path. We'll give you $6,000 just for enlisting. Plus, you're going to get this education. And they were like, your education is the equivalent of Harvard's degree. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I'm a college-bound guy. So this is exactly, you know, I could sell this to my mom and dad. And, hey, this I'm is because I joined the Navy same time. This is bringing back lots of memories. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, hey, this is, this is sounding actually pretty good. Because uh-huh. I was really not going to join the Army, to be honest with you. I just went down there to uh-huh. listen to bullshit. And uh, so, I, you know, but the the Navy really was kind of selling it. And mm-hmm. I was like, and I was eating it up. And uh, so then the one recruiter came back and he said, yeah, your ASVAB scores are amazing. Well, uh, if you want to sign up, you know, we really, we will guarantee you this school, you know, and there were very certain guarantees that they were going to get in uh, writing. When you went in and what, what your pipeline was exactly. And they they would not there. guarantee a rate for nuclear power, but they would uh, let you have a choice mm-hmm. in order of what you like. Yeah, I don't think they guaranteed rates, even for the Swazi. It was Swazi program at the time. Right. It wasn't even a rate guarantee there. Same thing. Yeah. So I ended up um, uh, signing up, and, uh, and then, of course, I have a medical problem that prevents me from getting to my date. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I had an ingrown toenail, and they shot well, me yeah, back. Well, yeah, those are serious. I mean, it's life-threatening. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was this lady down at the head uh, doctor at uh-huh. MEPS in San Diego where I went in, uh-huh. and uh, she was also known as the dragon lady of MEPS. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, true, true story. And yeah. she was like, "You are not going. Go home. Come back when you fix your toe. <laughs> fix your toe." You're like, yeah. "What?" And, and you know what? I'm glad I did it because that would have been eight to ten weeks of miserable life. Yeah. Uh, especially well, I guess if, you because, yeah, if it's real bad, yeah. I mean, it cuts in. You can't run or anything. Yeah. So I had laser surgery to have it removed and deadened. They so had lasers feel- back in the eighties. I think I know, that was just right? on Star Wars. <laughs> it was crazy. It was one of those zap things. And uh, had it done. My mom took care of it. She was like, you're, you know, get you going. Right. right. I can remember. I don't know if you remember this. If you, I was 17 when I originally signed up. Uh-huh. So the recruiter had to yes, go to my parents and get permission. And they, my mom cried when she signed that paper. Yeah. No, not my parents were there. So we getting them out of here. We got a plan. I know. And, but they were really super proud after. Yeah, yeah. So it was very good. Well, that's good. But, that's good. But it was about an. So extra, you were you signed up for the nuke program to go power. I, uh, I did. Pipeline. Okay. Yep. And uh, so I go to Orlando. Get through boot camp. No problem. Made it. No no issues at all. Shout out for my hometown. Anyway. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Orlando. And then. Uh, 
And then I got the uh, rate that I wanted, which was EM, electrician's mate. That's okay. what I wanted. So 16 you, weeks of school. When, you, when you, do you choose the rate in nuclear power? Is it after no, in, A or is it during A school? Or? During boot camp. Really? Yeah, so uh, they have cl- wow. they had classification okay. in boot camp is what they called it. And you go sit in front of a basically... A, well, what makes them determine that? I mean, because I, I would figure they'd want to get you through your initial school to figure out, you know... I mean, it's just usually one of the things they choose where people go. So that way you get to find out if you're a fireman or a seaman. Uh-huh. So if you're an ET and you got a 26-week-long A school... Okay. Uh, ETs are semen, right? Right. And if you're a electrician or a machinist, you're a fireman, right? Okay. And so that determines the stripes that you're going to have when you're walking in boot camp uh, at the end. I did because, not. I did. Wow, right from the beginning. Okay. Yeah, and that's why, because you have those colored stripes on your uniform. Yeah, the, so they, they were red ones, weren't they? Yeah, yeah I, I had red stripes, so yeah. I was... Fireman Spitzer. Man, you're like, man, I, I'm man about town. Like the red strikes. Can't yeah, I got, I got like three the red strikes. Red. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, uh, I mean, I could tell you, I'm sure, and you have boot camp stories like crazy as yeah, well. Yeah. But, um, but then after that, you know, 16 weeks, boom, I'm putting on a crow right on top of that, uh-huh. which was great. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you're getting paid. paid. <laughs> make it, make so it I make paid. it. Through. Yeah. Not yeah. even in the military that long. Third class. Yeah. Right. Four, uh, well, let's see. Six, in six months, you're, I'm at E4. Uh-huh. And, you know, and so that's, it was pretty cool. Um, and I made it through nuclear power schools, A school, nuclear field A school. Okay. And then they send you to power school. And I was there for eight weeks. Is that prototype and was, or is that different? No, that's, that's different. That's different. So they basically. Yeah, six step. Okay. Good. Yeah. Prototypes are like in uh, Boston Spa, uh, New York, and Idaho, uh, and now they've got one in, excuse me, in Charleston. So you finish your A and C before you go to prototype. Is that- well, there's no C school. It's just A school, nuke school. Okay. And, and I fail out of nuke school, academically dropped. Okay. I wasn't, I didn't actually, quote unquote, fail per se. But my academic performance was so low that they felt that I would have failed. And it was at a proper time to let me go. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, were you getting disinterested in the coursework? Somewhere? It was really super hard. It was, I mean, because I, I know it's really hard. It's no joke. I mean, I, I would, so they put you people on the hardest college course as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so they have, they have these, um, when you're done with school for the day, you have different kinds of hours that they can put you on. Yeah. They can put you on mandatory uh, hours of study, and they can put you on uh, voluntary. And I was on voluntary study hours. Uh-huh. And what it means is that they knew that I would be there busting my ass, that they didn't have to order me to be there. And so that I was trying as hard as I possibly could. And I was in there with the instructors trying to learn the stuff, but it was just too many different courses, too much, and I was not prepared for what was coming. Now, if you're comparing comparing this to like the physics in college level, and uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't, you, I don't remember what you said you got your undergraduate in, but I mean, is it is it equivalent? Because I've, I've always envisioned new school like uh, it's like a it's like taking two years of school and shoving it down your throat in six months or. Would that be? Oh, it's def. 
it's definitely, um, I would say, bachelor degree level uh, mathematics. It's just they're hitting uh, you fast with it. You've got to swallow it and understand it quickly instead of where, you, you know, in college you might have more time to work with it. Does that make sense? Well, you, you have that. that. That's for sure. Because you're in there every day. Uh-huh. You take those classes every day. In college, you take the class, what, once every yeah, two Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two day. Of, college is hard. I'm not going to take that away, but it's oh, yeah. kind of usually the pace is different. The, the pace, pace is different. different. Yeah. 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 The, and, and the other part is the classes are, there's nothing that you can, that can leave that building. Yeah. Yeah, you can't so take you, it home and study. You, you study. Yeah, it's got to be Yeah, there's there. no study in your in your barracks room. Yeah, that's another good point. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I wanted to have this conversation. It's kind of linked in the podcast. No, bit, but I think that's, that's a valid point. Place. Place. Yeah. yeah. So you, know, uh, and, you decide it's not your thing, or they decide it for you that's it's not your thing. Right. <laughs> so so I, had, I had two choices, right? The two choices are go to the fleet as an electrician's mate, and I could leave right there and then. Surface fleet. Right. Surface fleet, they would have probably sent me to an aircraft carrier. And I was like, no! That's not going to happen. And so then they said, oh, we have a couple options for you that you can choose from. So uh, one is you could be a radioman, a sonar tech, or SWS, but you probably won't get that SWS thing. So, But go ahead, and you guys can all choose what you want. So I put in radioman, sonar tech, and then... And I didn't even put strategic weapon system stuff on the, on the it wasn't, list. So it wasn't even a choice, huh? It wasn't even a choice that I wanted. Oh, okay. So they came back and they said, you're all going to SWS. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, they said, and if you don't like it, you can still go surface. I said, it's always I'll surface. Take it. <laughs> so, so from there I went to submarine school. Because then you still didn't know what rate you were going to get. Okay. So, so you, you uh, went right into the submarine school. Bam, you show up as, that's why there was guys in my class with third class on. That's right. Sense. So I was the yeah. third class out of nuke drop. Because you're always but like, how's that guy third class? All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Uh, nukes don't go to sub school. They uh-huh. just go straight to the boat. Straight to the boat, yeah. I knew, did yeah. know that, so. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so go to sub school. And, and of course, as, you're, as you know, if you're a uh, stri- what do you call it? Uh, in one of those six-year programs, that's what they were called, um, you have to get 80% in sub-school to go on to your next school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so the you, next point I was going to bring up. It doesn't matter what school, I mean, at least I know the submarines, I can't say for any other school, highly competitive, and they expect, you know, they got a percentage. And Swazi might have been higher than 80%, but I mean, it was very easy to go. If you weren't paying attention, you could go on night study easy in sub-school. And... I mean, if you were a striker rate, you know, then you only had to get a 70% to pass. Uh-huh. But they said if you're, uh, you know, any of the electronic rates or whatever. Yeah, I think it was to... higher, like you said. I mean, it's been yeah. so long. I'm glad you remember it. But that, I remember it being something like that to that effect. Yeah. And submarine school was weird and crazy and probably one of the most unique places I had been in Groton, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got there in January. Uh of 89 mm-hmm. and it was cold as hell yeah uh, <laughs> thank you for not using the uh, bomb there right yeah it was super cold i remember the wind chill it was just like oh my god and i was not prepared to go in from orlando weather to groton connecticut weather right so that was crazy um but it was uh, you know all of the different things you know 
and the get wet trainer. I, I that was so much That's fun. I love that trainer. I would have done it three times. They you know. me. Can I do it again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that really is an amazing thing to be in. If mm-hmm. anybody ever gets a chance to go in a trainer like that, that's just, it's dangerous. It's the real deal. I mean, I saw strong bats fly across the room. Right. They could have killed somebody. They might have let like Boy Scouts or something go through there one time. Not anymore. Lawyers would be all over that. You're right. So oh. kid got hurt. Be all over. Oh, it's crazy. Um, and then from there, went down to uh, SWS Ace School in, in Damn Neck. Mm-hmm. Good old was, Bob Beach. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, and so, and, and they messed with us big time because they hated the new drops because we had already gone. It was, in, in fact, it was the dumbest thing for them to was do. Was the instructors camping on you when you were? Oh, yeah. They, they hated us news because <laughs> we all had, um, uh, we all had all that electrician, uh, basic electricians uh, training. Yeah, so there was no was, real reason for us to be there. We were wasting the government's money uh-huh. by going to another school. They should have said, uh, come over here and test out, and we will send you to uh, C-School. I'm just surprised they didn't just sit you right into C-School, other than, the only thing I can think of is, I mean, did you guys get any of the computer? You remember towards the end, you had physics and computer? Yeah. Maybe, but that, that, was, maybe that would be it that I can think um, of. And that was really it. just logic circuits, and that wasn't really that big of a deal. That was, uh, it wasn't even that important to have. Right. I mean, you, you know, um, but I mean, I guess it was to some extent, but I mean, it was a conference. Yeah, some people say it's important. It is the fan. We probably shouldn't say it wasn't important. I mean, it's important. But. Right. right. Google Comtran 10. Yeah. Comtran 10. Comtran 10. Thank you. There you go. So what year did you go through? I mean, what part was it? 88 you were going through, Damon? Uh, 89. 89. Okay. Yeah. Because I went to boot camp in 88, in April of 88. So, Went to Orlando. I left Orlando in December of '88. So I was only started. a year ahead of you. So I mean, not maybe not even that, nine, ten months ahead of you. So right, we got into about the same, probably same yeah. guys still, the same instructors, everything at that time. Oh, there probably were. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there was. It was just crazy. Do you remember being in Damneck and being put on the line, and they made you yell, "The count on deck is." Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were bringing back all highly kinds. Highly motivated, truly dedicated, <laughs> soon to be separators, sure. You know, it got worse than that, though. After, I mean, yeah, because it was like, from my understanding, it turned in like boot camp the whole time. You know how we got to relax as soon as you got the. I remember when it got. To, I'm getting off. I'm, this is your part, <laughs> but I remember getting <laughs> to submarine school, and you know, you're all messed up from boot camp, and you're you're sure. scared of your own shadow, and the guy's like, "Oh, well." Go do something. Go and leave. Why are you still standing here? I'm like, we can leave, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and, and then it, it just got, I mean, it wasn't relaxing, but you, you got more in a relaxed atmosphere through the training, if you will. But the training was no joke. Like I said, it was right. high compression. What I always liked about training throughout my entire uh, Navy career was the competitiveness. I mean, like, uh, we'll get into that like, later when we're at no to. Yeah. Class, it just, you know, it'd be 100 points in the, or 102 points, two points extra credit. You better got that two points or you failed it. Oh, you had a hundred. <laughs> you rocked that test, you know, because like, you need to get the two extra points. And I always exactly. liked that about the Navy, you know, the real competitive side. Of it. Anyways, but back there, so we're in Damn Neck. So uh, we're finishing A school, yeah, which you think was a waste of time. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Well, and, and so, so I, they, 
Yeah, they got to designate you at this point. So, well, you know what? That was the thing. So we uh, asked for what we wanted, and they told us, "Okay." Dream and I, if you, depending on how you uh, did in the class, I was number two in the class. There was a guy ahead of me, and we wanted to be uh, FTBs. Right. And, so, yeah. So because they don't have it, so it was MT, FTB, and ABT. And you yeah. could go to if you were in about the same time. They were still filling C three billets as well. I know right. that was getting towards the end. Right. So I wanted to go, both me and a friend of mine who I came from Orlando with, Bill McGuire, we were both nuke drops, yeah, yeah. Uh, wanted to go to the West Coast. And there were some billets for there that we saw, and we asked for those. And we were waiting to hear, and they said, nothing about orders, nothing. We, could, we couldn't get the schoolhouse to talk to us for anything. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, as good um, third classes we did what anybody would do we contacted our detailer of course that's what they're there for right that's what they're there for we said hey we're some stupid students down here at uh he was at, like who at, are you again <laughs> I said could you could you we were told that because of our placement in school that we would get these billets and we would really like to go and just cut it get us cut some orders and we'll be on our merry way yeah yeah thank you, thank you. Uh, hope you're having a great day mr detailer <laughs> And guess what? And Mr. D. Taylor hooked us up. <laughs> he did. So do you even he question did. why you call? I mean, I'm like the Venn area. Who, who are you guys again? It, it Where amazing. are you at? What, what boat are you on? Oh, I'm on USS Damnick. That's what boat I'm on. <laughs> so, no, so it was great because he had to fill those class billets. But, yeah, yeah. you know, the school So it just worked out there. and he was happy to help you out. But, but, that, but that did a work because there's some guy that was at the school that was in charge of that. Oh, I'm sure there was, but they weren't doing their job. Yeah, they probably weren't happy. What did they do again? <laughs> so we, you know, I don't know if you remember, but uh, if you can envision uh, Damnick at the time, there was a big, um, like, soccer field, ball field, and it, all the way at the end was a big flagpole, and then there was a PSD at the building over there where you could yeah. get ID cards and I stuff. I remember that big field you're talking and, about now, yeah. And, and that was different than the... Uh, school's headquarters. So we went over there to that building, and that's where we ended up getting our orders done and everything. We didn't deal with the schoolhouse for that. Yeah, I remember personnel over there. Now it's coming back. Yeah, so. yeah, because okay. uh, yeah, there was there was things that shenanigans that was happening on that base all the time. <laughs> when I first got there, there was a, a, a woman that was the captain, the commanding officer of the base. And she had busted a bunch of guys who were feeding Alka Seltzers to seagulls out there. On the well, you know, the, it's, it's it's things that happen. It's no big deal. I, why do I remember that? I remember that incident for some reason. Somebody, Isn't it funny? Somebody, I, somebody told, told me every about memory it. that you have. So I, I went, I, because I would have been gone by the time you classed up, and I'm like, I remember somebody else doing something stupid. Like, so they could have been the other guys doing that. No, but there's all sorts of stupid <laughs> characters. Yeah, yeah. I bet you could just go online right now, make a Facebook group, uh, fucked up shit at, at damn neck, and right. that thing would be just filled up with people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I had, beer, just, I had beer machines there when I was in the barracks when I was on the boat in Groton. Well, so they had strippers that came on the base at damn neck over there. Yeah, the, the shifting sands. Shifting yeah, sands. yeah. we got to like, we got to stay away from the type of where we were. We never went to those places. I don't know anything. We about never them. went to those places, but <laughs> okay. we, we were aware of them. I was busy writing home letters to my mom, telling her how you know busy I was. 
Well, that was the same town, you know, Dam Neck, Virginia Beach, where it was dogs and sailors keep off the grass. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Boy, I'm mad. I got some crazy memories in Virginia Beach, too. Yeah. You're right. There was just a lot. There's drama anywhere, but, you know, that's just part of being in the Navy. It's, you know, some of the fun. But we're there as a student. I mean, I did go over to uh, Norfolk Base to check that place out, and I went out to Fort Story, and I was at Little Creek. I really checked everything out while I was there. That was probably, it was a, a great place to be stationed for exploration. Mm-hmm. If you want seeing the like, sites, see, and, and a lot of people don't appreciate it. it's a lot of history in that area. Yeah, uh, yeah, we went to the battlefields, Civil War. Yep, yeah, all that stuff. But as from the perspective of uh, the schoolhouse, oh my god, it was horrible. That you know, you yeah, couldn't kind of wait blind away. Yeah, but there's people. You're right though. There's people that just went right through that pipeline and never went and saw the sites, if you will. So um, it's a good point to bring that up. So you, I had a you car. so you're you're heading out the banger. So. Yeah. So you get out so, there and you fly in and they greet you there drove, with uh, I drove. <laughs> oh, you drove all the way. Okay, so you drove, drove all the way to Banger. Yeah, I drove to Banger. It was great. My cousin drove with me. We, yeah, by this uh, time you've been in the Navy like three years because you're in nuke school, right? <laughs> no, well, I know it wasn't that it, long. <laughs> it was a, it was a year. I know, it, it just seemed year. like three years, right? <laughs> right. So by the time you're done, I've been with in all the Navy that, a long time. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah, well, I had, yeah, over a year of the Navy at that point in time, because I get to the boat, uh, well, I, I wasn't even at the boat yet, I still had uh, FTB Sea School to go through. Right. So you get up to Banger to go to Sea School, and uh, that was, I mean, that was cool. That was the first time I was, I felt like they were really treating me like I was in the Navy. Yeah. You know, so, it was once you got to yeah, the like, I am doing all right. Yeah, it's kind of funny how you, you feel like you get some seniority in some places, and the Navy always sets you back. Oh, yeah, you were, but now you're nobody again. So how you like that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that building, they you know, you go into TTF, and that was back in the day when, you know, we were still fighting the Cold War. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, and there weren't, uh, I mean, they, the Banger just basically had its last uh, Trident delivered over there, which mm-hmm. I forgot which one that was. Was it? I don't, it wasn't Nevada. What was it? Maybe it was Nevada. That sounds about right. It's a banger. They, then they yeah. started building them for uh, um, Kings Bay at that point. You know, it had to be because Tennessee's a 734 but Yeah, yeah it could have so been Nevada. Seven, that sounds about 733, right. 733, I believe, is Nevada. It's got to be close. Anyways. So, um, anyways, that, uh, and I was on the 730 boat. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but... Uh, all of the COs were commanding, uh, were captains. They weren't commanders like they are now. Yeah. So these are all full bird guys. And and, the reason you know, I was told back then is because it drafted as much as an aircraft carrier. Right, because that was a stepping stone making app mm-hmm. for flag. You needed that. So for those guys who weren't driving becoming, big ships. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to believe yeah. submarines a big ship like that, but it's a big beast. So you get, it, did you have any memories of through going through your sea school? school? Yeah, TT. Well, you know, interesting for, uh, and I don't know if it was like this for you guys, but our school was night school. So, well, yeah, it depended on what lab. Some labs were nights. I remember it was back, most you know, regular training was day. So I was C3 MT, so I stayed at oh. damn night. No, our, all of our training, 100%, I would say 100% was all at night. Okay. We started, was it 8 or 10 o'clock at Where night? Were they running to classes like daytime classes too and the nighttime class like maybe he no. was during the day or something or 
No, because the way it worked, well, they this is how it worked. Um, they ran uh, team trainers, school. maybe. I'm just guessing. Right. Yes, team trainers were evening, were after you know from like five till till nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because and then the um, and the advanced schools, all the advanced schools were in the daytime. Maybe so that's what it was like okay. yeah, OHD, temps, uh, advanced solders classes, all those things were in the daytime. And then the C schools they did late at night, where they had access to all of the labs, all of everybody, and everybody was out of your way. That makes sense, were, okay. right? So it was super quiet, but there was you know. Um, so you you basically were off all day long. Mm-hmm. You just had to show up at nights, but you slept in the daytime, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that was uh, you know I, I lived in the barracks there in uh, in Bangor for quite a while before I got to. Live out in town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and at that time, I don't know what it's like now, but back in those days, they had signs. Spray, it was like in big stencil letters all over the doors. No women allowed. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, I think I remember something like that in some places, not everywhere, but <laughs> in Banger, it was that way. It was like wow, you know, no, no girls. Uh, and then there were there were some women on the base. They were up far and bare. And right. They ran the tugboat. There were women on tugboats and things like that. That kind of stuff. So are you finished uh, C school? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, There's nothing special. You're FTB, right? Yeah. FTB. So uh, you, you, did you, were you able to pick a boat or they just kind of assigned you the boat? Type thing? They just assigned us a boat. Yeah, I don't remember. That was, it was no big deal to me. I didn't care. So did you hit the boat and off crew or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got lucky. It was right in the beginning of off crew, and well, well you would have got lucky if they were out, out to sea. Then you got more time off. But <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, um, I was it was off crew, and then but only for like a couple of weeks, and then the boat had come back in, and we went right Boom, into you're, crew. you're heading out to sea. So I mean, uh, I mean uh, wait, no, I take that back because I remember. Uh, we were in refit assist. No, no, I no. That's not true. Well, that's what I was, yeah, we, when I I went, was an I extended see, refit, I or just uh, because I, I know I have no idea how Trident refits. I've never. I mean, I've rode all the Tridents, as you know, because I was right. station with you, but I'd never done a refit on one, so I don't. I don't have anything to compare it with. I guess is what I'm well, to it was a long refit. That's the thing. It was like three weeks uh-huh. or something uh-huh. like that of refit. So that's why I guess I'm thinking um, we must have. It must have been. Because I was in, um, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I, when I first got to the boat, I was painting within days of showing up. And then we were in off crew for a while and then went to the boat. Uh, and then we, you know, so I should think about this pretty seriously. I'll have to look at my call card, <laughs> wherever it is. But and we'd like to thank day. you for listening to 15 Minutes of Submarine Life. This is part one of a two-part series with submarine veteran Judd Spitzer. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Bottom Gun Coffee Company. Folks, it's coming into Thanksgiving, so it's time to go on to BottomGunCoffeeCompany.com's website and check out some of their premium coffee selections to share with your family on the holidays. Hey, we'll see you next time, and this is Eric with the Subvet. This podcast was brought to you by Bottom Gun Coffee Company, the taste that's qualified.